Welcome to the Rehope Podcast. Before we dive into this week's message, we'd like to provide you with some helpful resources. If you'd like someone to pray for you, it would be our joy to connect with you. So please email us at prayer at rehope.co.uk. If you'd like to get connected with an online Bible read-through group from wherever you are in the world, you can email brt at rehope.co.uk and be a part of a small group of people reading through the Bible cover to cover each year. Finally, if you would like to support the work and ministry of Rehope financially, you can do so online at rehope.co.uk slash giving. We pray you find this message encouraging, enlightening, and helpful. Enjoy. Hey, church. Uh, how are we doing? Doing all right? I'm a bit frazzled. I don't know what's going to fly out of my mouth this morning. No, I, I, I have notes. Uh, but, but today's a big day. We're, we're starting Rehope Church Paisley. Very excited about that. Was out there this morning. I've been getting texts and pictures and messages and... I've been like, is it working? Is it working? You know, it's, it's been one of those mornings and everywhere, and I just need to take a breath. All right, so uh, glad to be here. Very excited. Right now, it, it's happening, and uh, according to the pictures that I've gotten, and maybe 70 or so people out there uh, m- meeting there and, and worshiping together, and big stuff. Wade's out there. I saw him on a video I got from pre-service prayer, so uh, that's fun. Wow. Let me bless you. Let me, can, I, can I bless you as we get going here? Family, I bless you in the name of Jesus that you would know Jesus more wonderfully today. I bless you to receive healing if you need healing in your body, in your mind, in your emotions, in your spirit. I bless you to receive whatever guidance from God you need today. Whatever help from God you need immediately. And I bless you to have the capacity to flourish and prevail over whatever challenges you're facing in your life right now. And that you would feel hope. And joy and love and peace, whatever's going on. I bless you with that in the name of Jesus. May it be. Amen. Amen. So, hugely significant. I wish I could show you the pictures that are pinging my phone, even as I'm standing here. But um, some pictures from last night. uh, Rehope Church in Paisley. Um, you can't see them, but they're there. Uh, it's, it's pretty, ex- there's so much work has been going into this. And I want to shout out to Scott Anderson uh, for days and days being out there. Wade's been out there for days and days. Alistair Bennett. Alistair Bennett, um, if it's working, it's him. If it's not, it's me. Uh, but, but he has been spending long hours getting this church ready. Kelly, my wife, has been out there long days uh, for, for a long time getting ready. Our Dave Fleck, Dave Fleck has been out there coordinating things. There's just so many people. want to shout out Buck and Lennon, our new lead pastor out there. It's, it's, it's pretty amazing when, when you see the challenges and then the person that God brings forward and, and how he has that ability to uh, wield a hammer. <laughs> Very well needed, and, and all that DIY stuff, and, and also the people side, and, and, and wow, it's, he's doing a great job. Really, really thankful for all that's going on out there. I'm excited about today. There's lots to do. There's lots to do, but, you know, we started. Like, today, is, it's starting. It's supposedly working. As far as we know, it, it's working, and so that's cool. <laughs> Very exciting. Big moment for our church. And so, as a big moment... And, and when we have big moments like this, we like to stop and remember what our church is doing here. What, what are we about? What, what, are, what are we doing here? What is our church about? Well, I mean, the short answer is our church is about Jesus, right? You know, Jesus, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the Savior, the Almighty, the, the one before whom every knee will bow. And every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. 
It's the glory of God the Father. The, the one, according to Peter, who there's no other name given to men by which we must be saved but Jesus. Uh, Jesus, big deal here. Uh, our message as a church has always been that there is hope for everyone because of Jesus. There's hope for everyone because of Jesus. Now, I'm going to ask you a question and do not answer this out loud. Like they were. I, I don't think anybody ever answers these questions out loud. Okay, so whatever you were going to say, Declan, don't, shh, 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 okay, don't answer this out loud. What is the name of our church? What is the name of our church? Now, I, I wish I could just read your minds right now and just, just hear what is currently, currently going, going through your name. Uh, here it is. It's on the screen here. Again, not saying it out loud. How did we decide that this would, would be our name? Now, honestly, I didn't care what we named the church. And some of you are like, yeah, that, that's clear. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, we, I, I figured, you know, when it came to a, a name for a church, what really matters is its reputation. And the reputation it gains over the years as a church in its, in its nation, in its context, in its city or, or, or generation or, or whatever. And so I didn't really care what we named the church, but what I cared about was making sure that it had this word hope in it. That, that the word hope, because when I look around uh, Glasgow and when I looked around, I, I see hopelessness everywhere. So many people struggling in hopelessness, the darkness of it, the, the frustrations of it, the, the jadedness of, of hopelessness. And, and I, so I didn't care what we named the church, but I felt very passionate that hope was going to be in the name. So we, we got together as a, as a team in the early days and we, we kicked out some name ideas with hope in it and we voted, probably the last time we voted, and we voted Living Hope. We voted to name the, the church Living Hope. Fine name, it's fine. Fine, fine. Um, so, but then that night I had a dream. And, and I, I'm sitting there, and, and in that dream, I, I was at my dad's welding shop. My, I grew up in a welding shop there a lot growing up. My dad um, worked in the office there and, and kind of ran the company. And his, his um, receptionist, Joan, Joan Mitchell, all, all of my life, Joan Mitchell was there. Uh, and so she, she had these memo pads that looked something like this. This is like 40 years more modern than what, than what I remember. But she had these memo pads. And so when somebody would call, she would start filling out, you know, for Dale. That's my dad's name. For Dale. Uh, and then the date and the time and the, the, the number. And, and, you know, she'd write, you know, down where it says a message. Uh, she would be like, steel quote. Like, Everett Steel called, steel quote. But on, on my dad's memo cards, instead of saying message, it said R-E colon. R-E colon. Everett Steele called regarding your Steele quote. Regarding the Steele quote. And so in this dream, I saw this, this memo pattern, and it's a R-E colon hope. R-E colon hope. And so I, I went, and I, I talked to the team after that, and told them this dream. And so we decided, instead of naming the church Living Hope, we decided to name it R-E colon hope. Regarding hope. Now that's the name of our church, Regarding Hope. I, I, I'm probably 10 of you. It was in your mind when I said, what's the name of our church? Regarding Hope. Yeah, okay, some of you. Uh, welcome to Regarding Hope. A church about hope. We're, we're a church about hope. We're a church regarding the topic of hope. Uh, our message is there is hope for everyone. Because, uh, because Jesus is real. 
Most people in our generation, in, in my generation, as a young hipster that I am, <coughs> yikes. Dude, guys, wrong laughter moment, right? Uh, uh, they, they don't know that RE colon means regarding. They think it means reply, right? Because you click on an email. You're on an email and you click reply and the subject changes to RE colon. This, it's originally meant this email is regarding your email with this subject. That's what it meant. This email is regarding your... Now we think reply, RE colon, must be reply, replying to yourself. Now, if you think of it that way when it comes to this church, I love it right love it this church is a reply to the topic of hope is there is there hope i'll reply to that yes jesus i'll click that and send right so uh yeah so again it doesn't it doesn't really matter uh, now probably most of you when i asked you what is the church's name you thought rehope rehope i mean i say it all the time everybody says it all the time I go to Rehope. I go to Rehope. I go to, why don't you go to Rehope? Okay, I will. Okay, yeah, that's, that's how it is. Come and see Rehope. Yeah. So uh, people have that. And, and yeah, that, that has the connotation of like Rehope, like hope again, right? And if that's what we want to, if that's what we want to call this church, Rehope, like inviting the generation and the nation to hope again, maybe this time not based on fickle things that can come and go, but on the rock Jesus. If that's, if that's where our hope, yeah, great. I dare you, you know, generation, hope again. City, hope again. Put your hope in Jesus. Love it, love it. That would be our, that would be our thing. Uh, so, yeah. Again, I don't really care what we call the church. I still don't, after all these years. Uh, but as long as we're a church, that, that's, that's about hope and, and the, the hope of, of Jesus. That he's real, that he's paying attention. Our message is that anyone... Everyone, everyone can have hope because Jesus is real and he helps. And that's the key. We don't just have hope. We have hope because Jesus helps. It's, it's, it's anchored in, we have hope because Jesus helps. He does stuff. He, he hears prayers. He, he answers prayers. Before this church started, uh, I was given a verse. And when I say I was given a verse... It was hammered into my head and ears for years in the beginning days of the church and before we started the church. And God wanted to make it clear that this, this verse was just going to be essential to what our church is about. And, and, okay, how did I hear this? Well, at first it came into my prayers and, and my journaling, and then people would pray for our church and for it to be starting, and they'd be like, hey, I have a verse for you. Always the same verse. Again, I'm talking about a five-year window of time. Maybe a seven-year window of time. This verse kept coming up. And, and the verse that was at the beginning of the church, setting our, 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 our life trajectory as a church, was this from Zechariah chapter 4. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. Not by might. It's not going to be by my capacity my, my creativity, my strategic thinking, my team, although my team is awesome. It's not going to be by power, how much effort or anything that we put into this. It's, this church is going to exist because God is going to be doing what needs to be done, no matter how unlikely it seems to be possible. 
This is going to be a, a God church with, with a God testimony of a God that's still active. Now, maybe you like this idea of, I wish this was my life verse, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit. Yeah, but I can tell you firsthand what that feels like. It feels like God calls you over and over again to do what you will definitely fail at unless God does something you can't imagine him doing. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna direct your path in a way that is ridiculous, foolish. Like there is no, like the probability is through the floor unless something entirely unbelievable happens. He's going to be directing your path on, on, on a way. And, and, and he does that, though, to prove that it's not by might or by power, but by him. He doesn't get the testimony until we walk through the test, right? And, until we, until we te by stepping out in faith, knowing that it's, it's completely ridiculous. There is not a, there, there's not hope unless the God of hope steps in and, and helps. I mean, that's the story of our church all along. And that's the story of, of when it's come to Rehope Church Paisley. It's just been this constant test and challenge from the beginning. It was a year ago yesterday. So today is the 18th. Yesterday was the 17th of September. On the 17th of September, I got a phone call from Ian Burley. Hi, Ian. Uh, my name is Ian Burley. We've not met before. But... Um, I was in a church in Paisley, a Nazarene church. I kind of work in the, in the denominational leadership. Um, I, I was out there visiting this church, and I proposed, I encouraged them to give you their church building in Paisley. I was like, we haven't talked about this, bro. Uh, and, and so we're, it was like, that, okay, that's the start of this conversation. And, I, and I'm like, okay, I've got to be honest with you. I've got nothing. Like, I've got nothing. It's been COVID for quite some time. I have no money. I have no people. I mean, like, a handful of people that are kind of living in that area. But, like, like five. Right? Maybe. Maybe five. I, I don't have any leaders ready to, hey, let's launch a new location in Paisley. I've never thought about, it sounds terrible, Paisley, <laughs> in my life, you know, when it comes to this. And I'm telling Ian this on the phone, I'm like this, yikes! But but he made it clear, like he doesn't have the say over the church. It's up to them. He just proposed that, and I know how this goes. It goes. It takes a long time, right? This this kind of stuff takes a long time. So I'm like, well, I'll pray about it. The next day, he's like, good news, says him. Uh, they decided that this is going to be their last Sunday in the building, and would you please come and see it this week? And I'm just like, okay. So, um, I'm again, I'm like, Ian, I got nothing here. Uh, but, but our elders are praying. And during the elders meeting, we, again, our elders meetings are fantastic. I just love them. We just pray. So, much, like 90% prayer. We're just praying for the locations and what's God saying. So, we're praying about this opportunity. And Dan, one of our elders, was like, okay, I feel like God's saying house of cards. I'm like, that sounds awful. And God's calling us to, to, to step forward in this, but it's going to be like a house of cars. Very easy for everything to come crashing down. Unless God's in it. And if God's in it, it's going to be totally fine. But it's going to feel like a house of cards. Like, like it could come crashing down. Like, is this an encouraging word? I, I, I don't know, but, 
but that, that's what it's like to try and follow God where you're like, it, it feels like a house of cards making this decision. Like it's very risky, the, the monthly cost and the one-time cost and all that kind of stuff to, to, to get this going. And, and we need God to step in, otherwise we are doomed. We're doomed. In fact, that's, that's how I know when I'm done leading a church or this church, for instance. When, when I get to the point where I'm like, okay, God, this is good. And my main role switches from following God to holding what God's given me together. It's a dangerous moment. And the more that God gives us and the more that, that he brings together on our lives, the more tempting it is that, to, to be like, okay, I just want to keep this from falling apart now. I like this. And yet he keeps challenging me over the years. Brian, you got to keep throwing this back on the table. Like all of re-hope. Happy news, everybody. Uh, if, this, if this stuff doesn't work, we're doomed <laughs> as a church. Um, it's going to work. God's proven that he's in this. And um, we just, just keep going. But um, it, it's one of those risky moments, right? Where you're called to trust God and you, you listen to him and, and to take that step forward. I mean, that's the only way I know how to follow God. Just keep, keep, the, keep it on, on the table. I remember sitting at a meeting with the leaders at, at um, St. Matthew's Church of the Nazarene. Trying to figure out how much to buy this building for. And, and I was sitting there. Kelly's there. Abby's there. And it, they, they, they want some money to be able to move on but they're basically giving us this building to help them get established in their next place and i'm just like we're gonna have to walk away we have nothing we have nothing i, I have nothing and and so kelly's like um let's let's give them ten thousand it's easy for kelly to say let's give them because she doesn't look at the numbers uh, <laughs> yeah let's just do this oh like this is so um and and i just remember squirming in that meeting and and they they agreed okay we'll take ten ten thousand and that will be that and, and it seems like such a small amount for the significance of this space. But when you have nothing, it's brutal. I hear, I'm just sitting there like, we just agreed. 10,000? And I don't, I have no idea where this is going to come from after all these years of COVID and, and just looking at the church's finances. And as I've said before, within 48 hours, our church was given the biggest financial gift we've ever received f towards the, uh, the, the build, buying and the, starting the establishing of, of Rehope uh, Church in Paisley. And, and God just confirmed. But we had to take the faith step first before we saw the Spirit do the work. And now we, we love it when, when, when it all comes together and then we make the decision. But sometimes trusting Jesus means trust him and then and watch, it, uh, watch him bring it together. But that's what hope looks like. Living by hope means like I am expecting Jesus to help us. If he leads us, I'm expecting him to help us. A few weeks ago, I was more stressed than I usually ever get. It's the 16th of August. One of those nights. I don't get them very often. Well, maybe. I don't get them very often. Stressed out of my head about the Paisley screens, right? We got an amazing deal on these screens, um, LCD screens. Way cheaper than laser projection and screens and, and getting all that installed. Uh, way cheaper than we could find in the UK. Just got a great deal on these, these screens. We paid for them. We paid for the shipping. They would not ship them to us. Week after week. And I'm like, ship them to us. And they're like, we can't. Nobody will ship them. I'm like, 
but we, this is kind of the deal. Like, we gave you the money. And, and then, so I'm laying there in bed. I'm like, what do I do? And I'm like, God, what do I do? Jesus, uh, Jesus, I need your direction on what do I do. Do I cancel this order? Do I try and get our money back? Uh, do, I, do I try and reach out to, uh, do I look for other screens somewhere? Do we ch- change directions? Like, I don't, do I, do I fly down there and pick these things up? I don't even know what to do. And I don't know if you know this, but we Brexited, and that has really messed up one-way car rentals. Uh, so like, I, I couldn't figure out how to put this together, and in bed, I'm just laying there. I'm like, Jesus, I don't know what to do. Uh, I need you to make this clear to me. I need you to make my path straight. And I found myself just simmering on those words in that prayer time that night. Jesus, make my path straight. Make my path straight. Make my path straight. Now, I don't usually pray that line. And sometimes when I find myself praying uh, a different line than I usually pray, I'm like, oh, the Holy Spirit's messing with my prayers right now. You know, the Holy Spirit you know, teaches us and, and guides us in our prayers, and he's, he's asking me, to, I'm praying this line, and I'm like, I know where this comes from, Proverbs 3. I had to memorize it as a kid. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not rely on your own understanding. In all your ways, know him, and he will make your paths straight. He will make your path straight. Starts with trusting, and he will make your path straight. And I, and I, and I was simmering on that in the morning, and that night, I'm like, okay, God, I will trust you. Make my path straight. I woke up in the morning with some ideas, found a, a van rental company, not a van rental company, a moving company. Not a van rental, not like Enterprise, but a, a moving company that only went from one place in Spain to one place in the UK. They had one van left, and it was either going to be four meters too short or four meters too long. Met, me, no, not, not meters. That would be gargantuan. Four centimeters too short or four centimeters too long. It was going to be tight because I had to pick up these four boxes. When I, we ended up flying down there, my daughter and I, when, when, um, when we picked up the boxes, it was seven boxes, not four. And we had four centimeters to spare. So praise Jesus. Uh, my daughter and I, we, went on, we, we drove the screens back. And you know what's something that was just fantastic about the whole thing? I was stressed out of my head. Pleading with Jesus for direction. Pleading with Jesus for guidance. Frustrated. I was like, are the screens even going to be there? Have we been crooked or whatever? And not only did Jesus make it possible, he made it wonderful. I had the most wonderful uh, drive back with my daughter and such a, a special special time I'd, I'd love to tell you about border control at the ferry but Jesus made our path straight all along the ways Jesus is real and and one of our testimonies is and what I want you to keep hearing is is that he's paying attention to you and there, there's hope for you in your situations and your circumstances because he still helps the psalmist writes this in, in Psalm 46. He says, he says, God is our refuge and strength. A helper who is always found in times of trouble. Always found. A helper who is always found in times of trouble. Therefore, we will not be afraid. Therefore, we will not be a helper who is always found. Now, some of you might imagine that, that God is a God who has this like, gargantuan like, fishbowl of billions of, an- of prayer requests. And when he feels like answering one, he dips his almighty hand in there and he pulls out, who is the lucky person? Seth. Seth. I'm going to answer Seth's prayer. 
done. You know, like, like, and it's just like, what are the chances of him actually picking your prayer to answer? That is not how it is at all with God. God is so every microsecond active in, in, in hearing and answering and paying attention to, to all that, that's going on in your life. We don't have to be afraid in uncertain times, says the psalmist here, because he's always found in times of trouble. He doesn't disappear on us. There's hope for you, for me, for us. I'm loving the 40 days of prayer. Here's a, we, got a, we got a blog, 40 days of prayer blog going on. Uh, if you're new here or visiting or in 40 days of prayer, uh, I encourage you to jump in. And you can be like, well, we didn't, we didn't start at the beginning here, but um, that's fine. Ooh, 27 days of prayer. Ooh, yeah, join us. Now, we've got this, we, we're reading every week about these blog entries. Uh, or every day, sorry, every day, every morning, uh, these, these stories. On Thursday, we read about Femi and, and how Femi was praying and fasting about his job situation. And how God, and he was like, God, I need, I need your, I need you. And basically got help and how God guided him forward in this job situation. Uh, a week ago Wednesday, we learned about May Hughes and how her mom was in intensive care. And, and she cried out to God for help and how God brought her mother through. Uh, last week on Friday, we, we learned about you know, David uh, Scott and, and, and how God was with him in, in 2015 when, when his life was just a, a wreck and falling apart. Yesterday we read about Rachel Crawford and how she's been praying and fasting for years and years uh, for her brother and her dad and, and that they'd be interested and, and yet how God's intervened there and her brother's interested in Jesus. Every day for 40 days, we're, we're, we're reading stories of answered prayer which are testimonies that there is hope still. Because Jesus still does stuff. It's a season about hope. We do our share times. Because we want you to know that there's hope. Because Jesus still helps. He still, he still does stuff. If you've not been tracking this. You can go back and read them. Uh, they're, they're still there. You just go on the website. That's the top, top left there. The new website. See the little blue thing. Blue box blogs. You can figure it out from there. I, I, I believe in you. It's just so great to be a, a, a part of a church that keeps testifying that God is still active. There's still hope for, for everyone in our situations. We want people to know three things. That there's hope because there's help for our pasts, number one. There's hope because there's help for our pasts. Meaning, whatever you've done. Jesus forgives. He forgives. There's grace. He, he, there's help for our wounds, for, for, for healing, for our wounds. There's, there's, there's grace, there's, there's help for what has been done to us that is wrong and evil. There's help there in Jesus. There, there's, there's help for, for uh, situations that seem irreconcilable there, because of what maybe we've done or they've done. There, there's hope there because Jesus still helps with, with our past. If you turn to Jesus... If you turn to Jesus, there's forgiveness, there's healing, there's help uh, available for whatever trauma, whatever past pains. Because Jesus still helps. There's, there's help for our past. Secondly, as I've been bombarding you today, there's hope for our present. Je Jesus is still hearing and answering prayers, 40 days of prayer blog, share time, rehope story. But also, thirdly, because of Jesus, there's hope for our futures. There's hope for our futures. You don't need to fear the days ahead. Because Jesus 
is with you and he still helps. I think about Joseph, a Bible read through two weeks ago. Joseph's life for many years was awful and getting awfuler, right? Like my grammar. He's just crashing, sold into, sold into slavery, not great. Thrown into prison, not great. And, and yet God was with him, even though the trajectory of his life is going awfully, God is still with him, and there's still hope for his future. Now, we know the rest of the story, but so often when, when our, our trajectory is going down and worse and worse and worse, we think, oh, God is not with us. That there is no hope for my future. There's, I, it's only gotten worse, and then it's even worse still, and then it's continued. Just because the, tra the trajectory does not determine the destination, right? So just because things are going down now or in Joseph's situation for many, many years doesn't mean his future is not glorious. There's still hope for his future because he's not looking at his trajectory. He's looking at the God who's directing his path. We believe there's hope for a future for, for anyone. And then the day, again, where you stand before God, the day you stand before God someday, you're going to need help. It's not insulting, that's just fact. And you're going to need Jesus' help on that, in that moment. Those books to be opened and, and your name there. And everyone who turns to Jesus gets help on that day. Everyone who turns to Jesus and believes in him, there's help for them in their future on, on, that, on that judgment day. Today we open Rehope Church Paisley. When you walk in, the first thing you see is this, is this painting here. By Fiona Cook. Is she in the room? She's in the room. Is she hiding? Is she moving? Okay. I won't point you out, but uh, it's pretty spectacular. Good, good job. Good job. Yeah. Fiona Cook and Kelly, they, they spent some time out there painting, painting that. On, the, the, first thing, the first thing you see when you come into the building, the first thing isn't like some sort of, uh, you know, like, uh, well, anything. Screens or, or kids. It's, it's this word, hope. There, there's hope for Paisley because Jesus is alive. We want, we want Paisley to know, we want you to know, we want everyone to know that whatever your past, there's hope. Whatever your crisis now, there's hope. Whatever you're looking ahead towards and maybe fearing or with anxiety about, there is hope. If you turn to Jesus, he's, he's real, he's alive, he still hears prayers, and he still helps a lot. Some of us just need to take a breath, right? God sees. He sees. He hears your prayers. He, he knows. He cares about what's going on in your life. He cares about the pain. He cares about the disappointment. He cares about the wins. He cares about that. And, and, and as you turn to him, he, there's help. Sometimes that help takes a while, like Joseph. But sometimes sometimes it's, it's, it's quick, but, but either way, he's paying attention. And we can trust in him and not be afraid. Because he is a helper, always found in our times of trouble. I, I woke up with a song in my head this morning. You, usually that's a God thing for me. Uh, the, the line in the song uh, that I just, it just was there as I waking up went like this. Trust and obey. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus 
than to trust and obey. Sometimes it feels really hard to trust because we can't see how it will come together unless Jesus really helps. But we get to come through if we trust and obey, we will see Jesus' help and we'll be so happy to testify that, that God is with us and he's real. Hmm. The challenges today are these. Keep, join or keep going with our 40 days of prayer. Yes. Uh, jump in. Tell your stories of hope of times Jesus has helped you. Just talk about it. And thirdly, invite people who seem low on hope to come worship with us so they can see over the years how active, real, and wonderful Jesus is for those who turn to him and trust him. They're going to hear the testimonies. They're going to hear the shared times. Hopefully they will go from doubting that God's paying attention to believing in Jesus and being saved. Paul, in Romans 15, blesses blesses the church in Rome with these words. He says, now may the God of hope, the God of hope, fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. God, I, I am so thankful for, for, for the way that you lead, even though it's stretching, but the way that you continue to prove uh, from, from days long ago to even to this very day, that you can be trusted, that it's safe to follow you, that, that, um, that you continue to be alive and active, and our, and our lives are testimonies of that. We just praise you for this church. We thank you for uh, bringing us thus far. And, and God, we just ask for your favor in the days ahead as we launch uh, this new location, Rio Paisley, today. Uh, we ask for your favor so that we can continue to testify loudly that you are still at work, and so there's hope for everyone. God, stir our hearts towards you. In Jesus' name, amen.